Good morning. What? Oh. I didn't know we were starting. <laughs> I was moving around. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, we weren't. Okay. Midge. I'm peppy. Midge. I'm peppy today. Meech. Meech. Good morning. And welcome to the 91st presented by Adobe, the Women's World Cup show that has been in your heart and on your mind. I'm Mitch Chris. And I'm Katie Nolan. Clearly, we're up very early in the morning. Uh, on today's episode, we are talking about USA versus Netherlands. It's, you know, about to go down. We're going to run through the history and what we expect coming off of USA Vietnam. We're also going to be joined by Allie Long. She'll share her experience having been on the team for the 2019 final versus Netherlands. And we're going to look at the rest of the bracket and some teams that are just straight up great, like Spain, Germany, Japan, Brazil, and then a couple other teams that maybe are shooting themselves in the foot like Norway. Um, but before we get into all that, there is something that we need to note. Our last episode, remember when you were describing what things were because you were like, oh, not Katie told me not everybody knows, so I'm going to... Yeah. And you explained what a nutmeg was or what megging somebody yes, meant. those were my notes. Yeah. Um, not only did she explain it for you, she showed it to you. <laughs> John forces a good save, but look at this little movement here. Think. See you later. They, I appreciate the shout out. Oh, <laughs> it just feels like... And also, it's a shout out, but it's like a... I feel like I put in your mind that Ooh. we that you needed to and then you went out and so i just wanted to say we might be here katie yeah exactly <laughs> okay it's, i've been doing right pre-game routine talk to katie also good job thank you really well done thank you nice good stuff okay let's get into it okay so usa netherlands is tonight 9 p.m we're all gonna watch it most important thing for me about this matchup is that uh the netherlands have a player named lynn wilms lynn wilms when you said it I didn't believe it. Mm. And then you Googled it. Then I Googled it. And what happened? I feel like I'm in the multiverse. Yeah, it's dude. so bizarre. <laughs> she plays for Wolfsburg, which is a great, that sounds like a town I'd visit and pet all the dogs. <laughs> uh, she plays for Wolfsburg. She was in the uh, UEFA Champions League semifinal this year. Do we see winger Lynn Williams take on wingback Lynn Wilms? I think we all can only hope. Yeah. I think, I mean, the thing is, it's a forward versus an outside back. So the mm. odds are kind of high. Yeah. I mean, my money's on Lynn. I don't even know this girl. <laughs> my money's one? still on Lynn. <laughs> my money's on Lynn as well. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, it'll work out. Uh, okay, so I don't know why this says if you're on the fence about watching this game. Because if you are, you're out of your mind. Um, but if you are and you're listening to this podcast, we're going to tell you why this is a must-watch must game. Give us some reasons, Midge. This is by far the U.S.'s toughest group stage matchup, and it will determine, not single-handedly, but overarchingly, who's the runner-up from this group and who wins the group overall. Mm. That's a big deal because it will decide who you play in your first knockout stage game, and I'm sure they would prefer not to play Sweden. Yeah, probably. Let, let me revise that. They don't care who they play. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We want the smoke. Right, right, right. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring it on. But it <laughs> but would, it would be, nice be it would be yeah, preferential. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, preferential indeed. Uh, both these teams are very good. Also, the game's at 9 p.m., which is 6 p.m. Pacific. It's prime time. So I don't think they get easier to watch. I think after this, this is the last game that's like at a time that we can all 
I don't know, I was looking at Jay for confirmation and he wasn't looking back at me. So I'll just say pretty confidently and then I'll Google it later and feel bad. I think this is the last like United States match we're going to see for a while that's at like a normal time. So you should be watching it. It's going to be a good game. It's very exciting. And then also, of course, these two teams have a bit of history. <laughs> a bit. Don't they, Midge? To say the least. So let's take a look at that now. And we'll go through with a couple pros and cons. So in 2019, everybody remembers the World Cup final. It was USA versus Netherlands. United States won. Two nothing. Uh, this you would remember is the game uh, where Megan and Rose both had iconic goals. This was Megan Rapinoe's celebration, which Jay, our producer, has named uh, the Who Else. And we both were like, is that Terrible what that's name. called? And he was like, no, it's just what I called it. And I said, I would call it like the, what did I say? I don't even remember. You said the ta-da. Ta yeah. It's like oh. a ta-da. Okay. Yours was a little peppier than I thought. I thought it was like a ta-da. Well, maybe. Yeah, sure. Ta-da. It's just ta-da. And then you say it however you want. No, to. but like there's a difference between like a ta-da and like a ta-da. I thought it was like a, I'll split the difference. Ta-da. Okay. Right? And then yeah. you would, what would you name it? Oh. Oh, I named it, um, it is I. Yeah. That's pretty good. <laughs> Who else, I think, is probably ranked third on the list of our... It doesn't make the list. <laughs> but, oh, I like... It says, make fun of Jay here. You got anything else? Uh, I couldn't think of anyone else who could think of a suckier name Damn! for... <laughs> Damn! Gotcha. All right. So this, the other part of this game, obviously the U.S. was the better team. Uh, the Netherlands had several narrow wins on the way in, and then this game was pretty one-sided for a final, would you say? No. No. I mean, maybe it's just different when you play soccer professionally. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> you don't just when you're watch watching it. it versus the stats. Like, I don't think I don't recall feeling like super, super comfortable, I guess. And so when I hear one sided to me, it sounds comfortable. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't. And I don't think it was comfortable. I think they did really, really well to create. And I think that their front line got a lot of shots off. I will say Tobin had a lot of chances in that game. She had a lot of transitions that didn't end um, in goals. And I, she, she probably could have gotten a few. She's so good. Um, but no, I'm going to go ahead and stick to my guns. Okay. Not super one side. Okay, so there wasn't a pro then because I, I had that listed as pro. <laughs> so let's get into the con. Uh, that They looked good, the United States, but they looked good. They were the better team, but they were the better team. They aren't necessarily that team anymore. So do you Not think at all. that we're going to get, they can, they can get back there? I don't think they want to get back. I think they want to be whoever they are now. Mm, beautiful. Just gorgeous way yeah, to that say was that. A good one, huh? They don't want to go back. They want to <laughs> move forward. Do you think they can move forward in a good way? Or do you think? I definitely think that's plausible. Mm, this is good. See the way she's <laughs> no, I do. Th I definitely think they can move forward in a good way. I think um, it happens all over the world for every federation. You have a new cycle. You have a new system of players and they need to create their own identity and win things for themselves under the same, you know, badge. Like it's still the same culture. It's still the same heart, um, but it's a different team. They're going to be great. All right. Then let's move on. Two, USA versus Netherlands 2021. That was the Olympics round of 16. They won on PKs. So did you say that it was 4-2, right? Is the final score? Yeah, so 4-2 on PKs. Uh, pro, they won. Con, they won on PKs. 
let's let's contextualize let's. this con. Yes. Because winning on PKs is great. It's an amazing thing. What a thrill. What a rush. You know, there's nothing like it. Mm. Con, because in this game, there's no opportunity to win on PKs. Because it's either going to be you win, you lose, or you tie. Mm. And that's that's going to be an interesting dynamic because I don't think a lot of people, or maybe a lot of people are, thinking about them tying and what that means for their Portugal game and what that means for goal differential for the Netherlands walking into Vietnam. Mm. You know, at this point, we expected the U.S. to beat Vietnam by more than three. So the Netherlands, you know, if they tie this game against the U.S., in their head, they're just thinking, we got to win by more than three. Mm. Should the U.S., you know, tie? I'm not even going to say that, the other word, against Portugal. Mm-hmm. But um, it, a tie makes it really, really complex and really opens the door for a lot of opportunities. Um, so, yeah, it's a con <laughs> in this context. In this context. Because these two matches, you had there had to be a winner. They had to go that way. Yeah. But this one it's not an option. could tie. Um, the possession was different in this game from the game before it. Uh, in that it was 50% on either side. It was more evenly split. And the Dutch outshot the United States. They had 21 shots, seven on net, or the U.S. had 16 and four. So that's a con. Definitely a con. The Netherlands showed up. I mean, they're good. I mean, it, it, just, it is what it is. They're a good team. They're a top 10 team. It's going to be a good game. Miedema is out, though. She scored both of their goals, one in each half, and she's not there this year. What do you think the effect, do you think that her presence will be missed greatly, moderately, or not at all? Greatly. Yeah. It's, it's an enormous loss. She's one of the best players in the world, not just for the Netherlands. She's fantastic for Arsenal. Her not being there, that hurts. For them, not for us. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Um... One pro, Lynn Williams assisted one and scored the other goal, and and we have her. She's on our team still. Con, are we going to see Lynn Williams? This was a a point of contention for you in the first match. You wanted more Lynn Williams. I wanted a little. I just just more. I wanted some. A dash dash of Lynn Williams. Do you think we're going to see her in this match? I would be shocked if we didn't see her in this match, especially understanding that she's shown up against this team in a big tournament before. I think that, you know, depending on who the starting lineup is, if she's not starting, she's she's your first sub off the bench, in my opinion. Mm. So I hope we see her. It would be nice. It would be nice. <laughs> be cool. Let's go. Uh, also, there was a, a, friend, a, a third game. There was a friendly in 2020 that the U.S. won 2-0. It's a friendly, so like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't feel like it means anything, but it means something. It's still a match. Oh no, it no, not? it means something. It means something for that game win bonus when you're there, yeah, <laughs> and it I means bet. something for, for your your record. But you know, we're in the big tournament stages now, and that's kind of it's kind of the statistics we're looking at. Yeah. So let's take a look at this year's Netherlands team. Uh, they played Portugal in their first match. Final score one nil. Um, what did you see in this in this match? I was shocked by their performance, to be quite honest. It wasn't as put together as I feel I've seen them in other tournaments, like in in the Olympics. They just weren't as sharp. Yeah. And I think that's kind of a theme that's been going through the entire tournament. You see 
all the teams that are these huge world powers coming up and they're not really looking like huge world powers. They're not dominating lower ranked teams the way that we have anticipated with the exception of like Germany, Japan, Japan, Spain, Brazil. Um, but Netherlands, you expect them to, sh to show up in that way and, you know, to finish the way they did. It, it's it's a bit jarring. But I also I said it from the beginning. I rate Portugal as well. So, yeah, I'm not I'm surprised. But at the same time, I'm just kind of like, yeah, it's a World Cup. Things happen. Who are some of the names of uh, of players that you're looking at? on the Netherlands that, that fans of the U.S. women's national team should be familiar with going into this game? Uh, Van de Donk is someone who I would just stare at the entire time. Like, her movement off the ball is absolutely brilliant. Mm. She's not, like, the fastest player. She's not even the strongest player or the biggest player. She is so smart. Like, her soccer IQ is so high. And the way she moves off the ball, it's it's beautiful. So I would I would follow her a lot, especially against our midfield, depending on who's in it. I mean, I don't know if he's going to play a new midfield. I don't know if Rose is going to be in there. I don't know if, if it's going to be your girl, Savvy D. I don't know if Julie's in there. I don't know if Andy's in there. I, I think she's going to be one to watch for this. Anybody else? Lique Martins, maybe? Oh, yeah, I've always rated her. She, you know, in 2019, she didn't have a fantastic World Cup. You know, I think they expected a little bit more from her. She wasn't in, you know, the top, top, top form she's performed at at Barcelona. Um, so I think, you know, this this is probably her time. Yeah, I think she has a chip on her shoulder about it. She's here like... I think she's a really great up. player, and I think all great players do, especially um, especially at a World Cup, yeah. All right, before we move on from it, did you see anything else in this in this Netherlands-Portugal match that you want to mention? Yes, I I think this is a much better fit for the U.S. Like, this game is going to be better for this U.S. team. Because the Netherlands are going to play them straight up. They're not going to bunker in. They're not going to sit in a low block or a mid block and let us have possession and do whatever we want around the box, make you combine, like close the spaces. It's going to be open, which means Alex is going to have room to run in behind. You know, Baby Horse is going to be unleashed. Trinity is going to have room to do 1v1s down the line. You know, she's a 1v1 player who's really, really successful. She's more successful in bigger spaces rather than like a Tobin who's like ticky-tacky when you get into the corner. And you have Sophia. I mean, I don't think it really matters. She's scoring regardless of who she's playing against. But she's also really fast, really powerful. It's going to give, I think it's going to give this front line a lot more to play with. So it could go well, but it could also go not well then that's my analysis <laughs> of the upcoming match tonight. Midge, what part of the show is it? That brings us to the stat of the show. Woohoo! I love this part. Presented by Adobe Express. Oh, great. Today's stat is 32 years. 32 years. That is the 32 years the USA has been unbeaten versus the Netherlands, <gasps> which does feel kind of surprising the way we talk about how, like, this is a big match. It's like, well, they haven't beat. United States in, in 32 years. Last loss was in a 1991 friendly in the run-up to the World Cup, which the USA then went undefeated in and won. Uh, for context, for painful context, Midge wouldn't be born for another five years, <laughs> which is disgusting. 90s baby. Yeah, cool, cool. <laughs> you, and you, you were born in the 90s, but you barely got to live any. I'm a 90s baby. Yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> me too. 
Uh, were you surprised to hear that? I know you were, because I was in the meeting when we told you that. That it's been 32 years? In 32 years unbeaten? Ah, if you would have told me, not in the meeting, in here, everyone would have heard my, <gasps> my real gasp. That's shocking. Mm. Shocking. Yeah. 32 years is a long time. Mm -hmm. I, I don't think the Netherlands even know that. Like, I'd be shocked. <laughs> they have to. <laughs> no, I don't think anyone on that team is aware of that statistic. They you, have to be. No, they don't. Okay. I stand corrected. That's crazy. Mm. How would you know? They've been so close. How would you know? Yeah. I guess they could read. They could probably do what we did and look it up. I don't right. know. I don't know if I'd they be- They should know because it's the stat of the show presented by Adobe Express. I know. And this is probably, this is one of the top shows covering the World Cup. That's right. This so is They should know. Top, if they didn't know, top. now they do. Yeah. The stat of the show was made with Adobe Express. Adobe tools are fun and easy for everyone. Adobe Express makes it easy to flex your creativity through its all-in-one editor to make your own content, including TikTok videos, reels, flyers, and so much more. Join the Adobe Express beta now by going to express.adobe.com. Can I help you make X? Can I help you X? What is, is that how he's using it now? X as like a verb? I X'd that? It's Twitter. Midge, I'll get you caught up during a break. Uh, Wait, it's the whole Elon thing? Yeah. Oh. Twitter equals X. Yeah, you can type. Why are you giving Elon press? I'm not. I'm not positively <laughs> talking about it. I, I thought it was pretty clear. I, I do press. not approve or agree with any of the, a Tesla picked me up to bring me here and I was like, I don't trust this. Oh my gosh. I don't trust this. All press is good press. Okay, we have more to say about tonight's game, obviously, but let's do it with Allie Long. It's now time for Keeping Us Connected, presented by AT&T 5G. Connecting changes everything. Allie Long is here, everybody. Welcome, Allie. Welcome. Hi. Hi. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, thank you for being here. Of course. Well, Allie, you were late to practice today. <laughs> Don't even start with me. I have <laughs> going on. Do I need to say anything more? You relate to this interview. <laughs> okay, I'll give you that. But the crazy thing is Allie has this knack for every team meeting. Okay. The meeting's at 10. She shows up at 10. Like she's in her seat at, at 10. At 10. Not a minute sooner. No, not a minute sooner. No. Not a minute later. Her time is precious. Ten. I am efficient. Let's just put it that way. Every, I get to the airport. People are like, oh, my God. Or they see me on the plane or something They're like, oh, my God, like, I'm glad you made it. And I'm like, I've never not made a flight. I'm always going to be here. It's right also the way the to do closes, the airport is right to show when up you when you need to be there, walk right onto the plane, yeah. and then you don't have to yeah. stand. In, that's the worst part of traveling is when you're standing in that yeah. group of people who are like group four but feel like they need to be right at the gate, and you're like, you're blocking the entrance. Like, you skip all that. You just walk right through. Yeah. I think that's the exactly. way to do it. I'm Can also we actually late talk about that? Like, airport etiquette. Oh, I'm so sorry I'm derailing the conversation, mm. but this is so important to my We travel so much. <laughs> it's it's really it's important true. to me. What's your biggest gripe? Oh, oh, oh my gosh. When we are deplaning. No, and, don't say it. You're going to say the same thing as me, maybe. And you're in the back. And I say this as a woman who's been in the back. Mm. Sit down. <laughs> yeah, you don't need to get up. Sit. It's not necessary. Relax. Down. Yeah. How about when it's actually your turn to get up and someone from behind you it's is like, like why do they always do forward? that? Like, why do they going? always make you feel like you've yeah. got to race? If you don't make some sort of declaration that you're leaving, they're like, well, I'm going to go before her. It is so bizarre. People are just monsters. And then getting on the plane, the seats 
are a sign. Yeah. What are you like? What are you rushing yeah. for? Yeah. Is it so Sometimes, crazy? Unless you're on one of those airlines. Ugh. And if you're in the middle seat, you get both armrests. Yeah, I think that's fair. That's what True. you get. Yeah. They have the aisle, they have the window. You get both armrests. That is yours. Claim it. I do. It's true. <laughs> true. All right. Uh, we should probably mm-hmm. talk about soccer. Obviously, the U.S. Okay, plays sure. Netherlands tonight. Allie, you were there in 2019. What does the prep for this Netherlands team look like? Ooh, so uh, it's a little different because we're prepping for a final, but it's also like you are, you know, every single World Cup game, you pretty much, even though it may not be a final, you feel like it is a final, Um, you know, and you should kind of go into every game as if, like, this is the last one you're going to get. Obviously, it's group stage, but, um, you know, I think, like, what made us so good in 2019 was our preparation was, like, robotic in the sense that we did we knew exactly where we were supposed to be what we were doing um you know where you are in a throw-in and a goal like every ounce of that game was um nailed down so that you know there was no questions when it came to the game I think that um you know the way Vlaco does it may not be the same as as how we did did it back then so I'm, I'm not exactly sure when it comes to that but I know that you know we're gonna watch out for certain players um you know making sure that we stop them and, and their strengths. But this is a team that uh, USA has played in the past couple of years, but it's not one that we see a lot. So um, it's going to be a really good game, um, and I'm really excited. Well, you talked a bit about handling players. How much does losing Mitama mean to them? Massive. I think it's massive. I think that someone like that player that they look to, um, you know, to make something out of nothing, uh, gives them that confidence and to lose that um, actually it's either going to make them or break them it's either they're going to use that to bond together and, and everyone has to up their game or it's going to be a, a situation where um, you know you just lost your best player one of the best forwards in the world um, and that confidence in the team and that belief kind of drops so it's kind of up to them and their character to kind of um, you know band together in a way and and make up for what they lose by losing her how did you feel watching uh the united states first match is there anything you saw that stood out to you or anything you think needs to change between this match and and the next um i want to see usa play like play soccer play good soccer i think that um you know we're such a transition team we're athletic we have depth uh we've always been that way and i think a team like vietnam um i was hoping i would see us possess more um, be like a little bit more creative and it's always hard with a low block and and team that's sitting back and all their numbers um, are so deep but you could see we're still kind of just going wide getting to that line and crossing and I kind of wanted us to see I wanted us to possess in their half and and create a little bit more and and kind of have this dominating feeling leaving that game um, and I know we won I know it's three nothing I know it's the first game of the world cup uh, but I think about the first game of 2019 and that win was so solidifying and such a like let's go moment that uh got us on you know this ball that like I felt almost this team was so unstoppable um and I know we got criticized uh for that win but it the feeling that we had within our team like I would do it over and over and over again um I think that really set us up so three nothing great win great start um you know I think that more goals I was hoping to see more goals and just better play throughout the team and, and, you know, connecting more and seeing that 
chemistry. Um, but also it's not kind of how you start. So the momentum that they build will be kind of key in determining, you know, how far they'll go. You've done this before. You get how this works. I'm curious to know. I know they're prepping. Okay. I know it's all about soccer. But do you think anybody on the team has gotten to see Barbie yet? <laughs> zero chance. Zero chance? It's zero chance. Zero chance? I mean, actually, wait, I don't. Well, unless they're streaming it, like there's no way. That yeah, like what if they got go like a pirated? I mean, point? like a fake, like a version that you're not supposed to have, and we shouldn't say that they pirated. have. But what if they? <laughs> what if they did? What if they got like a a DVD copy and they could? I, is there time to do a anything DVD? like that? What's I happening? Mean, is this bad? A DVD? <laughs> is that not a thing anymore? Stream streaming it. When's the last time you put you Dude. put in a DVD? <laughs> Yesterday, I'm old. What were you watching? I'm Power Rangers. Old. Power Rangers. What's she doing? What is this? Comes abuse. on DVD. This anymore. is abusive. Blockbusters is she gone. She was born in 1996. <laughs> you don't even know what Blockbuster is. <laughs> That's crazy. Have they seen the movie? That's was the hilarious. question. I would say, like, obviously there's downtime, but you're just, I mean, I would say if they can get a streamed illegal black market copy that they're able to pop into the DVD player they don't have or be able to stream it on their laptop, like, potentially, but no. I mean, oh, I would be surprised. And I think if it would be they really did, I want to know who them. it is. Yeah, you heard it here. They should be watching it. It'd you're just in such a bubble. Them. Like, it's like, you don't, I don't even know if they know when, if Barbie was out. There's you know, no like, chance. it's like you just are so focused internally that, um, you almost don't even realize how much support until after the fact mm. of the tournament. You're like, holy, sh this many people were supporting us and watching us. And um, and Barbie was playing while well. I was, but I had no idea. <laughs> so it's like after the fact you realize. But when you're in there, it's like this bubble and you kind of want to create that to just be, you know, hyper focused and um, and you know, not. I mean, if someone did watch it, I want to know who. Exactly. That's what I'm and saying. If you had to pick, copy. if there's one player on the team that you're like, if somebody watched it, it was this person. Who is that person? <laughs> oh my God, that's a good question. Midge, who do you think? I don't even know. I would say... Christy? Yeah, that was going to be my first, <laughs> my first, I guess, but I don't even know why. I um, actually recall yeah. telling Christy, we were on the sidelines for some game. I feel like she could have been marketed as a soccer Barbie long ago. Huh. And has missed many a missed, paycheck missed, <laughs> from not opportunity. Take, taking advantage of this kind of branding opportunity. And now the Barbie movie comes out. Yeah. You know how many how many dollar signs I see just just leaving her yeah, bank she's account. Missed, she's leaving she's money missed. on the table. She like really could have put like she My God. she's tall. She looks she looks like a soccer Barbie. Yeah. Those are the two she things. She could have her own <laughs> Doll. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think uh. they should all watch Barbie. Or and Oppenheimer. Just watch. Have you both. seen it yet? <laughs> no. I don't know why I'm like out here oh, campaigning no, I... for it, but I have not seen it. But I feel like if I were in a group of women and we had to go do something together, yeah, you bet. Let's go. I'd watch Barbie. Inspiring. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> all right, Ali. Thank you so much for doing this. We really appreciate you being here. It's good to see your face and to hear your voice, and we'll hopefully hear more from you around this World Cup. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks again to Allie and to AT&T 5G for keeping us connected. Okay, well, a lot of other games we want to talk through that have already happened, and then we're going to talk about games that are about to happen that we think you should make sure that you don't miss. Um, one thing, just an overarching point that stood out to me, Midge Purse, is that a lot of these games, the first games, every single one has been a shutout except one, which was Sweden-South Africa, and the final score there was 2-1. But everything else has been like 5-0, 1-0, France with that draw. Uh, 
what's what's up? What's happening with that? Wait, what a bizarre stat. I know. Every game. Every game. I think it affirms that the gap is closing yeah. globally. You know, you, we expected the first round to have so many just blowouts. Like, we expected the U.S. to have a blowout. Everybody was talking about it. Like, and for, you know, England-Haiti, 1-0, don't get me wrong, I really hate, I really rate Haiti. Really Haiti. No, I actually, my heart goes out to Haiti. <laughs> but I really rate Haiti. But 1-0 for England, like champions of the Euros. Very surprising. It's really shocking. And I, I, I think it does reflect on these growing countries and them putting up better games and better performances than anyone anticipated. Yeah. It's always kind of the frustrating thing about being a, a, a women's sports fan is that you have your team you root for, but you also do have to kind of root for the sport as a whole because you want everybody to increase the their programs and get better so that the competition is harder. But I just feel like men's sports fans don't ever think through that because they don't ever have to. They're not really in the infancy stages of their sport. You know what I'm saying? There's not a lot of times that they're like growing the World Cup for the on the men's side. But for women, it's like you kind of have to root for, I root for a lot of these teams. Whereas I think I would normally just only root for the United States. I'm, I'm, I was bummed that New Zealand lost. I want to acknowledge what you said about gro the growing game and infancy of, you know, women's sports leagues and, and the sports as an industry. The, the geopolitical landscape of- Good, a, good. geopolitical. <laughs> that a lot of these countries are coming from like, it's it's incredible that they're there. Yeah. And it's even more incredible that they're putting up these performances with the obstacles and hindrances that they're facing every single day to even arrive, let alone, you know, keep these scores tight. It's, it's absolutely remarkable. And you talk about acknowledging that this is a growing league. You know, this is a, a growing world, mm. you know, and it, we're progressing in terms of human rights everywhere. Some places faster than others, obviously. But the, the ability to expand women's rights and the, the right to play sports, the right to exercise, the right to just practice and, and do, pursue, you know, whatever profession that you want to and express yourself however you want. It's, it's not even just a beautiful thing. It's, it's a critical thing. And I think it's reflected in this World Cup. And I, I just think it would be remiss not to acknowledge right and you should go see the barbie movie <laughs> in theaters now uh but about that new zealand match so uh, philippines beat new zealand one nil new zealand did you see this scored an equalizer and then var called it offside so they showed how far offside uh somebody was and it was this is the line and it was right here so it was an ear. One ear was offside. What do you, what say you, Midge Purse? Is cartilage an appendage? I just, this is wild to me. And I'm not, I'm actually not surprised. I'm not a referee expert, you know? So I, I'm curious to, to know what other referees would say about this. But to me, this is ridiculous. Yeah. You could score with your ear. No. The ball can hit you on your ear. On your ear. See, this, this, is, this is what I'll say is like the controversial part. 
You can't score with your ear. You can't. Your ear is not going to score the goal. Your head is going to score the, your, the goal. And the point of contact can be your ear. But your ear alone is it's, not scoring a goal. So if my ponytail is offside, like my ponytail is not scoring the goal, but it, it's going to hit the ball. Like it's it's just a crazy, where do you draw the line? That's so so bizarre to but right here they draw the line yeah right you draw the here. line right there what a what a great opportunity for a pun i hate that i set you up <laughs> i love but if, if you're gonna pass. if you're gonna argue that part of her head is offside that i can i can get with i can hop on board that train but it, if if you you can't look me in my eyes and tell me that it was her ear yeah to be clear i think it was a dumb call i don't like the call but i do feel like your ear is an extension of your head and my fingernail is an extension of my hand well, you're not allowed to use those so that's already moot wow shut that down logic while we're in group a what's up with norway what's going on with norway the drama norway the that's tea. like saying no way in an australian the accent the tea is hot norway. the tea is hot yeah what's up so their coach benched caroline graham hansen bonkers and, and they said that it was for a tactical reason my question for you midge is there a tactical reason to not play your best player no yeah i didn't think see i didn't think but it's good to have that confirmed i love when the the politics and the bureaucracy yeah. of of sports is fully on display because I think a lot of people because women's soccer isn't covered as largely as say men's basketball or the NFL or like all these other stupid things. <laughs> I think that people just become they have the purest mindset and they believe that everything that happens is earned and and given and righteous and it, it's just pure the myth of the meritocracy yes the myth of the meritocracy applies here surprise <laughs> but a tactical decision What's for people who don't know she is brilliant caroline is absolutely brilliant she's one of those players who can change games mm. she can win you world cup games so i don't know what kind of tactical reason is important enough to sacrifice a World Cup game? Like, I don't know what in your ego could be that big. Did she spit on him? I like there's that's salt. It's that's why I'm saying. <laughs> is there something reasonable here? I mean, she's been pretty vocal in on Twitter in her interview. Well, not X. on Twitter, in her interviews that I've seen via X. <laughs> she, she's I'm just trying to prove how clunky it is and how much it ruins uh that website to call it X. Well, I thought to even, you know, in the graphic design, you could have done something fun and My made goodness. like an X, no. like in the shape of a bird. No, just a mess, just an absolute mess. Yeah. I will say shout out to the Philippines though. That was their first ever World Cup win, first ever goal. And their celebrations were just, you Chills. Could feel the joy. Chills. I love that. It's one of my favorite things about the World Cup. The other favorite thing is when the United States wins it, but um, I do love watching you know, these nations that are having these new experiences and just like experience pure joy in front of all of us. That's wonderful. What other matches have we seen that you want to talk about? You were big on France. No. No, not like big on them like you liked them. Oh. But you wanted to talk about that game because uh, you're big on Jamaica, I guess. Oh, because I am, but ba ba my uh, assistant coach is the AC. He is the assistant coach at Jamaica. 
And he has been preparing for this tournament like forever. You know, we'll be on the road and he's watching our film. He's like cutting clips for me. And at the same time, he's cutting clips for Jamaica. Wow. He's like planning things for them. And he was so, he did such a fantastic job on their low block and their mid block. And those girls defended their hearts out. And it was, it was absolutely incredible. I was so happy for them. I was so happy for him. He did a fantastic job. Wanted to give him his flowers. Yeah. Well, take them. You deserve them. Good job, Ak. Uh, what's up? England 1-0 over Haiti? We got to talk about the PK. It's been, it's been a hot topic in all of these games. Yeah. So if you didn't see, which you should have. But it's okay if you didn't. We still love you. Katie loves you. <laughs> if you didn't see, England was awarded a penalty kick. Georgia Stanway, she steps up, she takes it. Haiti saves it. It's it's a remarkable save. It was incredible. They call it back. They because call it she she took a step off the line. Yeah. Which isn't allowed. It's not allowed. But <laughs> <laughs> It just, it just hurt my heart. It's so hard to make a save, let alone make a save on that big stage. Mm, I and know. I know, and mm. I'm not, I'm by no means a goalkeeper sympathizer, by no means. Uh-huh. But to just, to see them call it back a save that good, and it wasn't like she, Brianna scurried it. It's not like she, she sprinted off her line and like, and saved it. She took, she took a big step off the line. She saved a good She shouldn't weekend. have done it. She, she shouldn't have done it. But, I've seen worse calls. I've seen worse, there, were, there are bigger mistakes to be made than not calling the step. It sounds like you're saying that you think that the ref shouldn't have called it. No, I just, if they didn't, it would have been kind of cool. I think what we both can agree on is that England is lucky to have come away from that. Yes. With three points. Yes. Because that easily could have been a draw, which is not what anybody expected. For sure. And that it would have been kind of cool. Would have been kind of cool. If, if cool. Haiti beat England. Yeah. Would have been kind of cool. Yeah. Japan. 5-0 over Zambia. Not shocked. Not shocked. Not shocked. I guess I didn't, Um, I, you know, I know they're a good team. They've been a good team. 2011, obviously. But I just, I don't know. I think they had slipped under my radar. I hadn't paid as much. I was focused on like Spain and somehow they've slipped under everyone's radar. Yeah. I feel like not a lot of people have been talking about them. Don't know why. They're so good. We saw them in the She Believes Cup earlier this year. They were fantastic. They hit the crossbar. USA only beat them off a Mal Pugh goal, which is the moment of brilliance. I mean, they play beautiful, beautiful football. It's it's stunning. It's it's reflective of Eastern culture. <laughs> they they all work together. It is the most selfless type of possession you'll see. I'm I'm not surprised. Five zero. Scary team. Mm. Very scary. Uh, Germany are popping off. Oh my days. They're popping off. Alexander Pop had two goals. Oh my days. Six I don't nothing. hate it. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Six goals. Six goals. I, two of them, I believe, were own goals from Morocco. Yes. So, But six goals and still a lot of goals. Germany's the most goals? Yes. The most goals. Germany's in great form. <laughs> it's the most yeah. goals. They're in great form. They look great. And good for them. They looked good. They looked sharp. 
yeah, they're going to be good. How about Brazil, Panama? Ah, uh, you know, Brazil, you know, I, I, I think a lot of Brazil. I'm kind of, they're one of the teams I, I really enjoy watching. She's rooting for Brazil. If you can't hear that voice, <laughs> absolutely rooting for Brazil. If not us, then Brazil. Um, I just think there's, they're in such good form and what a, what a beautiful thing for the world of football to see that kind of football yeah. go all the way. Yeah. I mean, I don't think anyone watches them and gets bored. It, it was so fun. The game was so fun. The goals were so exciting. The flair, it makes you fall in love with soccer. It made me want to play in my game. It's like, that's sweet. No, let's not get too mushy. It was, <laughs> it was fine. <laughs> you were inspired. No. Beautiful. They inspired you. They didn't. That's sure. what Midge said. She said, Brazil inspired me to play soccer. Isn't that what you said? No. Uh, all right. Before we are back again, before you're going to see us, there's going to be a lot more games. And we have a couple in here we want to highlight that you do not want to miss. And because we're in a world where everybody's obsessed with Barbie and Oppenheimer, um, we are going to label each game about whether it's a Barbie or an Oppenheimer. Both must see. They're all must see. They're just must see in a very different way. Have you seen Barbie? No. Have, Have you, you seen, seen Oppenheimer? Oppen <laughs> no. But you know what it is. You know what it means. You get the bit, Midge. Okay. All right. Thursday morning, 6 a.m., we have Australia, Nigeria. That's your group of death, correct? Yeah. So that sounds like Oppenheimer to me. Wait, which one's, which one? About the atomic bomb? It's Oppenheimer. <laughs> okay, England, Denmark, Friday at 4.30. 4.30's tough. Hi, Barbie. It's like not night and it's not morning. It's like right in that time when no one should be awake. 4.30 a.m. Hi, Barbie. That's a Barbie match, you're right. Saturday, 6 a.m., France, Brazil. Ooh. I think Oppenheimer, I think Brazil is going to dog walk France. Yeah, but that's why I'm saying, is it Oppenheimer if they're going to dog walk them? Well, because it's explosive. It's like, wow. I th sure. They're, I, I, this is the biggest game in that group. I think Brazil's going to take it. I think France looked not great. Sure, Oppenheimer. Sure. Sunday at 3 a.m., we have a double header. Group A is going to be decided. Norway versus the Philippines and Switzerland versus New Zealand. The math on this is nuts. All four teams could make it or qualify it's who do you who do you want to barbie win? oh oh go ahead no go ahead I like this. barbie 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 yeah and not even like the main barbie damn like um what was barbie's little sister's name barbie has a sister polly what? pocket skipper was her name what a terrible name for barbie that's a dog's name oh gosh skipper you know there's a midge barbie there is yeah her name's Midge. That. she doesn't look like me oh <laughs> well Still it's not cool. like a mid. It's not a midge Barbie. Well, they could. Can be. you imagine? I could the swag on that Barbie. Yes, I could. <laughs> Some Tim's on it. <laughs> All right, so Barbie, Barbie, who are you rooting to win? I'm rooting for New Zealand. I think this is a big World Cup for them. I feel like this could be good momentum for them as a program. But uh, Monday, 3 a.m., Japan versus Spain. Ooh, that's Oppenheimer. Yeah. Why? <laughs> Why is that Oppenheimer? I don't know. I just it felt right in the moment. Great. Don't need to ask questions. Uh, Monday, 6 a.m., another doubleheader. Ireland, Nigeria, and Australia, Canada. I know you're watching that. Uh, Are bars open at 6? Because we should go. Uh, I don't drink, but... Okay, well, you could, you're could. you still allowed in. <laughs> I'd rather... Oh, we could go get... um. I love a, a good uh, cafe. Okay. Go get coffee. Get some, Maybe an acai I, bowl. I don't drink coffee either. How about a chai? <laughs> a chai. A chai? Yeah, I'd love a chai, Midge. Let's get With a nice croissant. Okay. We'll get 
the chais and croissants to watch uh, Ireland, Nigeria, Australia, Canada. All right. That sounds kind of like a good time, though. You don't I know it so? does. It's except that it's at six a.m. That's the kind of the hang up for me. If we like took them to your apartment. Yeah, if you come to me and I can just be in my PJs with my dog and we can just drink coffee and eat I'll croissants. Bring, I'll bring it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, this is kind of nice. I bet it's. Can you make crepes? No. Oh, <laughs> I could try. I just I love crepes. Okay, I could spend. What do I? It's Monday and today's what? Wednesday. Yeah. So I could. I have a couple days. I can learn to make a crepe. I could. Yeah, I love. I love. Crepes. All right, I'm gonna Google how to make a crepe again. France isn't playing, but that's. We'll just have crepes. Okay, and that's it. These are all the matches we think you should watch. We are not going to see you again until after USA Portugal. So we obviously, we should have added that one. We think you should watch that as well. That is um, Monday night, it's Tuesday morning at three, but it's to me, that's Monday night. Cause I stay up, cause I love America. But oh, also we're doing the 91st minute. So keep a lookout for that all on your socials. Um, we, we, the two of us react to the match for one whole minute after every United States match. So you can find us there, but our next podcast will not be until after USA Portugal. So we will, we will see you then until then. That was my line. I know. Go ahead. Sorry. Well, I just didn't know if I like when I should lay out for you to say it. It's okay. I also wanted to take a moment to just acknowledge my voice. Oh, yeah. Midge has started smoking. And I <laughs> told her, I said, Midge, it's 2023. You really shouldn't be smoking. Don't believe now. it, kids. Starting now? <laughs> Midge. The silver lining is, I love, my, cool. I love my voice. You sound very like, cool. I think it's a little sexy. I'm not going to lie. Damn, okay. If she does say so herself. Give me something, give me something like smooth to say. Oh, why don't you say until then I'm Mitch Purse? Oh, until then I'm Mitch Purse. Damn. I'm Katie Nolan. It just feels so stupid to say in dumb voice. And this was the 91st presented by Adobe. Thanks for watching. Love you. I love you. <laughs>